2: nbr broncos live coming to you from studio b wait today. what and the b stands for <laughs> baron yeah it looks a little sad over there hank yeah. we
3: may just have to cut hank out of this one actually yeah if we on. just take Whoa. hank out of the shot wow, well, don't wow. Just zoom in on me ryan just got some crazy glare behind him so it could just be a me show that's my wow. halo that you're seeing oh maybe yeah we should yeah. just have a zach
0: show also since where's the studio b
2: it is today because it's the because i because it's baron because it's oh that's true because we now have studio a and this will be studio b
0: i'm calling it studio is X. it going to be big? forever
3: then it yeah. could be <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh it, it looks funny but we're oh, in the we'll we'll, we'll we'll, tomorrow will, will be copy. our first show in studio a or hey, in the new studio a how about that if you want to get a sneak peek of it you can watch the abs post game show tonight and the abs the stanley cup champion avs are back mm-hmm. in action tonight off
3: tonight and pregame oh show. pregame
2: would be your first look at the new Ooh. studio A. let me tell you it's fire
3: nice i can't wait maybe this will just become the DraftKings studio
2: i was gonna say <laughs> this this studio this show presented by DraftKings sportsbook a <sighs> uh, big shout out to the great DraftKings sportsbook and all that they do for us as betters and as podcasters <laughs> yes. uh, so go, use the code dnvr when you sign in uh to get in on some of their great deals
3: people in the
0: comments thought you missed it
2: oh i i even disappointed Zach I not
0: it. Angry. I, I, did, I didn't just, i was just, just letting it per, i was just letting the show breathe a little bit that's not how this is supposed to work you're supposed to say
3: it oh i i feel like i'm the host i think you okay. have okay <laughs> i think you have about uh, a two and a half minute window I i think mm. that's fair yeah that I, was at 250 like a two and a half so, second window yeah
0: yeah this is. Did you say like, oh yeah? Here we are, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. You're counting the countdown. Yes, he and... got
1: it in within a minute.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He no, I, right I, wasn't saying, I wasn't saying you didn't. I was, I was. just saying. I think you have. You have a little window. All right,
0: fair enough. I'm not so sure.
2: Uh, can't wait to. Be, can't wait to check out Studio A tomorrow, and uh, can't wait for you guys to see it.
3: Can you wait for Christian McCaffrey to come a Bronco? Mm, can I wait? That's an interesting way of putting it. <laughs> I know, yeah, um, that's actually a huge part of uh, my argument. Okay, oh, all right. I, well, let's
2: get into it. A lot of people have brought this name up, uh, especially with the Panthers firing their coach Matt Rule, one of the worst coach contracts in history, maybe only worse than, or, 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 yeah, only one step below John Gruden, yeah, uh, in terms of worst coach contracts in history. Um, But when you're David Tepper It's much like if you're Rob Walton You can pretty much do whatever you want with coaches It doesn't matter
3: You give whatever money you need to in order to get the guy you want And when you fire him it doesn't matter
2: But (laughs) they need pieces for a rebuild uh, Pretty desperately And so There's a lot of talk about Christian McCaffrey being on the market Uh, There's also talk about teams reaching out Including the Bills um, Who Goodness gracious if the Bills got Christian McCaffrey That would be extremely scary
3: Yikes Yes. Uh, and the
2: Broncos, according to odds that are out there, uh, <laughs> are third on the list Mm -hmm. in terms of chances to get Chris McCaffrey. So it's not that we're pulling this out of thin air. It's a real conversation that's out there.
3: Yeah. And really quick, it's, it's behind uh, the Panthers are still the favorite just to Mm -hmm. keep them. And then the bills are next. And there has been reports, like you said, Ryan about the bills reaching out and then who knows how they're coming up with the Broncos being third. Maybe Vegas knows something. Maybe it just makes sense with the Broncos losing Javante Williams, having Mm -hmm. Russell Wilson uh, and uh, a team that, a lot of people viewed before the season but it was going to be a playoff team and may want to add a piece there. So,
0: I mean, if, if you set the injuries aside, which you can't do when you decide you whether to make the trade or not, do that. but you just look at what Christian McCaffrey is as a player, he's kind of exactly what I think the Broncos offense needs. It's either that or a tackle. And, you know, the fact that he can run the ball the way he can and he's explosive as he has been this this season, it's, it's the ability to add to the passing game that really intrigues me because they haven't been able to throw the ball. They can't justify adding another receiver when you already have Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy on the roster. So I I do think that that mold of player fits really, really, really well into what the Broncos need right now.
2: He's exact. I mean, he's exactly what the Broncos need in several different areas. Mm -hmm. Um, He's what they need as a running back. He would hugely expand what they can do out of the backfield as a receiver. More importantly, he would bring really good vibes with him uh, (laughs) if it happens. Like, this fan base is in the darkness right now. I mean, you thought the World of Suck the first time we saw This is World of Suck 2, and the sequel is always worse. And... Christian McCaffrey would legitimately get everyone excited again, at least for a minute. So boom, checking those boxes, checking that. You got the Colorado guy box. You're checking all the boxes. And I would be pounding the table for this if it weren't for the injuries. I just, There's just no way I can get past it because if you make that move, it's literally a ticking time bomb. It's not, will he get injured? It's when will he get injured? Mm-hmm. And it's not a knock on Christian. It's unfortunate. Uh, it's nothing that he can do. He's, you know, you want to give him the ball so much that he's exposed even more than the average mm-hmm. player. And I just there's just
0: no I mean it could happen the first game. It totally could. And I'm I'm curious what injury scares you the most of his? So he had like the pulled hamstring, there's like this little thigh strain, and there been there there was a shoulder right there was like a i can't remember what they called it some sort of shoulder thing that kept him out three four weeks and then two sprained ankles
3: i think i think you go head shoulders (laughs) knees and toes and everything in between yeah that it's
2: not a a specific injury it's the history of them it's kind (laughs) of like lavisca chenault right like it's always something for certain players and i hate it for them kj hamler's another example like it feels like it's always the hamstring but it was the hamstring it's the acl like there's it's always something for certain players and I hate it. It does at least Henry give you the opportunity to make the case of, Hey, look, it's not like he has some sort of degenerative knee thing going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the, the risk and the doing that with the knowledge. It's just like, no, no offense to anyone. Cause I'm sure some of our listeners do, but it's like, it's like smoking cigarettes in 2022. Like, you know, exactly what you're doing to yourself. <laughs> mm-hmm. And if you get mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey, you know, exactly what you're doing to yourself. And you can't be mad. You can't make any excuses. You can't do anything when he eventually gets
3: hurt. I'm just going to take it one step further, Ryan. It's like uh, doing a drug. You're going to get that initial high, but then there's going to be a big cliff that you fall off of once Christian McCaffrey gets hurt. Because you're right, the vibes would change, but you don't make big trades just based off of vibes. Christian McCaffrey was Iron Man. He played in every single game his first three seasons. Then he only played in three games two years ago. Then he only played in seven games last year. The trend is not looking good. This year, there's been five games so far. He's been on the injury report two or three different times. Didn't hold them out of games, but it's still not like he's been absolutely clean on the health front. And that's just one of the reasons why I am out on this idea for now. Right now. Mm, Where the Broncos stand, I'm out on this idea for right now. Because if you make this move, you could this could be a play for the future christian's only 26 years old he's under contract for what two or three more years after this three about 12 million dollar cap hit per year after this season but you could just also treat it as a rental you could bring Mm -hmm. him in this year not have a big cap hit uh the panthers would take a lot of it and you could move on from him with very minimal uh damage to your cap moving forward but if you take the rental route, that means you're all in for this year. That means you are thinking that you're a Super Bowl contender, uh, at, an AFC West or an AFC contender to, to be in that. And right now at 2-3, and three, the Denver Broncos are not there. Now, if they were 4-1, and one, I'd say, especially with Javante, I'd say, let's go make this move. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. But right now at 2-3, and three, you're giving away – a third-round pick, you get two third-round picks next year, you're giving away one of those. Uh, there's some rumors, chatter online, that the Bills may gave up, give up a second mm-hmm. in order to get him. So if that's the case, then you're giving up two-thirds next year to compete with the Bills mm-hmm. for him. Or you're going in the future and taking away <laughs> a second from 2024. To me, that is just, one, not worth it, and two, very much not George Payton. Yeah.
2: That, and it just gets... The more you dive in, because the first feeling is like, man, having Christian McCaffrey on the Broncos would be dope. And yeah. the more layers you go into it, the, the harder it is for me to make a case as to why, why you should. But I do want to paint the everything goes right picture. Okay. Because it's, it's a pretty picture. Christian McCaffrey comes in, he unlocks the Broncos offense in a way that we haven't seen yet. I think it's a legitimate thing that could happen, not a pie in the sky type of totally. dream. He stays healthy. He has a great year this year. You do a good job of spelling him with Melvin Gordon. I can't really think of his backups uh, in Carolina, but I feel like Melvin Gordon would probably... Shuba
0: Hubbard's still there?
2: Yeah, I mean, Melvin Gordon would be the best backup he's had um, through this year. And then, say you hold on to him, because you can make it work with the cap. You always can. The combination of Christian McCaffrey and Javante Williams is right up there with Cream uh, Hunt and Nick Chubb. Without I think it's better. Yeah.
3: Without it, without a doubt, it, it would be. But you could make it work with the cap, absolutely. Uh, even though you only have $8 million this year, next year with Russ, and then a couple years after, it gets tough with Russ. But then you're probably choosing Christian McCaffrey over Bradley Chubb uh, or something like that.
0: Probably. I mean, there's all that cap magic out there. Who knows what they do? Because uh, the other piece of it is, it sounds like the Panthers want... More picks in return in exchange for eating more of the money. So as it sets up right now, you have to give them a million dollars about this season, then twelve million each of the next three, four hundred thousand or so total, uh, guaranteed and all that. So you could get rid of them whenever. Those go down to six million. Well, that pumps the price tag up a little bit too. So there is kind of that mix and match of compensation in the draft and compensation uh, from from actually paying the guy as
3: you guys what can probably that? hear we have some uh, people on our roof right now doing some work but it was it was actually funny they were uh <laughs> setting up on the roof and and right when henry said uh uh you said the the panthers actually want to to give some compensation or give some of uh, christian's contract mm-hmm. to the team one of the workers said what <laughs> and that, that's exactly how i felt
2: yeah yeah i I had a bad feeling when that ladder went up right next to us <laughs> yeah. I, I actually probably don't think the listeners can hear it nearly as much as we can yeah, How, yeah. cool yeah. the 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 these mics are pretty good
3: um so so Ryan you, you talk about the the future and, and what this could look like here's where I'm in let's look at not that long of a future but let's look at a future just a couple weeks out Broncos at two and three they are not a playoff team Broncos beat the chargers i'm I'm still out. at at three and three next week. The trade deadline isn't until two days after the Broncos Mm -hmm. play the Jaguars. And I think we're going to know then just if the Broncos are competitive or not. I I don't think sitting at two and three right now, the Broncos could be five and three at the bye week. I I don't think we're going to know if the Broncos are a true contender for a Super Bowl then just because of five and three through eight fairly easy games, you're not going to be able to know. But they'll at least be in the playoff hunt. They'll probably have a playoff spot at that point. That's when I can get behind making a move right before the trade deadline. Realistically, the week before, let's say they're 5 or they're they're 4 and 3 having mm-hmm. won these past two games, I could get behind it, but you're probably not going to trade for Christian when you're in London when he's still here. Like that just doesn't really mm-hmm. add up. But this is a different conversation in my mind. If the Broncos are 5 and 3, uh totally in in three weeks from now four and four uh probably not Mm
2: -hmm. four and four you just have to be really honest with yourself internally right do you do you feel like you are because if you know who knows what the next couple games could look like maybe it's really exciting and you know they've they've clicked Mm -hmm. and then you make the case maybe you don't feel like you need to make the move for christian McCaffrey. At, you know, if you have three wins around that time, well, then you're saying, okay, well, this isn't our year anyway. Right. And at four, it's like you got to look in the mirror. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. And you know who's really, I think, honest about looking himself in the mirror is George Payton. Yeah. Because last year when the Broncos season wasn't over, even though no one really thought they were Super Bowl contenders, season wasn't over. They traded Von Miller away to get a second and a third round pick. George Payton said okay, this really isn't our year. And now I think he's looked himself in the mirror, and initially this season he said, we're, we're going all in. We're, we're going out and paying $14 million in order to get Randy Gregory because we have Russell Wilson now. So I trust George Payton to make that right call.
0: Mm-hmm. It's it, just so easy to see how he could just solve the Broncos' problems. Not all the offensive problems, but – I mean, we're talking about – I didn't go back and do the math this week because it was a dumb amount of math that I did last week. But going into last week, he was was second in the NFL in percentage of his team's scrimmage yards so far this season. So only play in front of him was Saquon, who's just carrying the Giants. He's just carrying the Panthers to everything that they do. And he put up another 100-plus (laughs) yards. Exactly. No, percentage-wise, that's why it helps.
2: But, like, 188 receiving yards on 26 catches – Seven yards a catch uh, right now. He's also averaging four and a half yards per carry. Yep. On a really bad team. Um, now, <laughs> the, the Broncos might be that too. But it I think be. uh, they're better than the Panthers. I think we can say that pretty equivocally. Yes. 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 Um, he's
0: just been so good this season. Like, right. you watch him and he's bouncing around everywhere like he did three years ago. He's still incredibly fast. Like, it, yes, the injuries are there. But in terms of him as a football player, it's, it doesn't look like those injuries have taken a toll on him. Yeah, it's a good point. I think that's important to say.
2: And it's such a weird NFL season. We could have, we could have done this with this league. Like, all of the old quarterbacks are struggling. Mm-hmm. All of the injury guys are thriving. Mm-hmm. Like, between c Mac, Saquon, I'm sure there's a couple more. Bradley you Chubb. Could, yeah, Bradley Chubb. You yeah. can point to a few guys who are just, like, blowing up now. Maybe that's just because it's early in the season. And uh, I'll touch wood for all of those guys because I never want to see anyone mm-hmm. get injured. But that could sometimes it just looks that way early on. The number one person, though, who could push for this is not Nathaniel Hackett. It's not George Payton. It's the it's Greg Penner. It's True. Rob Walton. It's those guys coming in and saying, "Now you don't necessarily want your owner doing this, nope." But it's those guys coming in and saying, "Hey, give us the big splash. Go get this Colorado guy. We need something to get these fan for these fans to rally around." I know it is not what you want, but it is the most likely scenario of why Christian McCaffrey becomes a Bronco is because they want to spark.
3: This would be so concerning to me. And we'd probably never learn that it was actually them that came out and said this to force the trade to happen. But it would just go against everything we've talked about. You want an owner that's not going to get in the weeds with the general manager. And it would also go against exactly what the ownership group said two months ago when they took over, that they weren't going to do that. Uh, It would give a boost to Broncos fans, but... It could be for one week before he mm-hmm. gets injured. Uh, and, and I'll touch because I don't want Christian getting injured. Or it could honestly be uh, just a couple of months before the Broncos are out of the playoffs and, and they finish the season eight and nine and now you're cutting Christian McCaffrey because you think Javante Williams is going to be healthy. That would be a big mistake if you do this off vibes.
0: And I, I haven't <laughs> said this since the off-season because it's more of an off-season conversation, but tanking doesn't work in the NFL. The idea that you just tear everything down and rebuild... That works so rarely. You know, in the NBA, it works all the time because you can go in there and get the top pick. But, I mean, you look at guys well, that also, teams have tanked for. the player
2: is one-fifth of the people on the court.
0: and Yes, but, I mean, you also have the quarterback that's important, too. But you look at the successful teams right now. You know, the Chiefs didn't tank. They lucked into Kansas City. You know, the Eagles didn't tank. They lucked into Jalen Hurts in the second round, and he's on fire. Like, it's just so rare that this whole tear-down build picks, build back up thing has worked. I, I, I don't I don't love the idea of saying, well, here's our window. Obviously there's a season where you say like, okay, we need to actually go all in, all in, but you gotta keep building and building and building and not say, Ah, we'll work on building next year.
3: I, I'm I'm in for tanking. I huh. don't think teams do it. I think teams kind of touch their toe in, in, in the NFL. Kind of mm. dabble their toe in the water of tanking, but don't go fully in. If you if you want to tank, go all in. That was the issue huh. with the Broncos. It was like they're in a situation these past few years to tank, but no, they went out and just got Joe Flacco to keep mm-hmm. him a, a above ship.
0: Yeah. But again, like, so you tank for Tua. Then what, do you, then what happens? You have Tua, and then they've, I mean, they've been fine this season, whatever. Who tanked for Tua? That was a whole big saying, tank for Tua.
3: Yeah, but who did? Well, the the, the Dolphins. They didn't. They had the fifth overall pick. They yeah. didn't fully tank. It well, didn't
2: wind up being number one. But they wanted to. That's the whole, like, paying for losses season. That is, yeah,
3: but they just weren't. That's what I'm saying. They weren't good enough at tanking, they right? Didn't fully commit.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I have never been more acutely aware of what losing does to a franchise than I am right now with the Denver Broncos, mm. and that's I think the hardest thing to eliminate. Now it doesn't mean the Broncos are just stuck in Loserville mm-hmm. forever, but they are like working so hard to try and undo these horrible losing habits that mm-hmm. they have and. Until it happens, I don't know when it's going to happen. Like, there's no timeline for when the Broncos start learning how to win again. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson is helping. I mean, your two wins this year are because Russell Wilson, you know, went and did the thing in the fourth quarter, and you could have had it a couple more times, maybe if you gave him a chance. So he's helping, but he can't change everything overnight. So that's my bit. That would be my yeah. biggest case against it right now. The problem is the teams that are tanking are going to have losing issues anyway. Um,
3: Wait, what does this have to do with?
2: this uh
0: just like the idea that you you save save your assets because you you don't want to go get christian mccaffrey right now like the idea well you're not you're not a, a, a top five team so don't try to get better right now because to me you know there's really three problems with this team russell's making some weird reads nathaniel hackett is making some really weird decisions <laughs> and there's a lack of talent on offense and if you're george payton it's like you you can't fix the Nathaniel Hackett thing unless you fire him. You can't fix the fix the Russell Wilson thing at all because you can't do anything there. So the one thing you can fingers. do is say like we can find one more piece for this offense. Try to get him some more tools. See if we can grind our way into the playoffs and give ourselves something to work off of next year.
3: This is the most they've had invested in the offense since Peyton Manning was here, though. I mean, it's not like those teams where the the defense was the number one paid defense. This is mm-hmm. a pretty balanced team in terms of resources.
0: Maybe in terms of resources, but in terms of talent, it is not. Like you just are lacking. Like again, like Mel Tucker always talked about, good players every week. You know, it's that linebacker is a good player. They've got two corners who are good players. Again, if you just turn into black and white, who's good? Who needs to be replaced? There's like two good players on the Broncos offense.
3: So a third round pick or two third round picks Mm -hmm. or a future second round pick that could be a Javante Williams player it that could you pass be. out. It could be a Justin Simmons. It could also be a bust of a third-round player. You, you, you totally. don't know, but I mean, it, Justin Simmons, one mm-hmm. of the Broncos' best players, was taken in the third yeah. round. Uh, so you don't know that that third round is very interesting. Um, are you trading for him right now?
2: Well, before we get there, what is the, what is the package? Let's establish at least a... a Uh, an overarching look at what this package looks like
0: let's say the panthers take another nine million dollars off so it's nine million a year each of the next three years still non-guaranteed plus obviously the one million in this first year so one nine 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 is what you're getting from him so then what do you offer for that
3: I i mean i don't know if the bills are truly thinking about a second um i'm
0: sure they're trying to not
2: give a second is what what they would mm-hmm. but they're that's probably what the panthers are asking for they're saying we don't want to do that but they're thinking about doing it just to get them. do we uh first of all they should do it
3: uh, t- absolutely <laughs> they, they definitely should that especially because like their running game their, their running back talent is fine enough where if christian mm-hmm. does get injured it's not like they're sol
2: it's kind of what i was talking about uh with fantasy football this year which was like The move, if you're trying to win your fantasy football league, might be to go for Christian McCaffrey because you just cross your fingers, you get good value on him, and you know uh, if he stays healthy, you have a great chance. That's what I feel like for the Bills. Is like roll that, roll that dice. Like, what are you doing? You know, uh, if it hits, you're probably going to win the Super Bowl. If it doesn't, Mm -hmm. you're right where you were with just one (laughs) less asset. That assets aren't even that important to you right now anyway. Right. Right.
3: Exactly. Um. So I. If you really want to be competitive with it, I think it's a third and a fourth next year, or a twenty twenty four second. Which honestly may not even be enough if the pay, if yep. if the Bills are willing to give up a second next year.
0: I would do it. I would do it, Ooh, Henry. I I think I'd have to. I again, the vibes are just so bad. Like that Shut that up. offense. <laughs> that's you need. To, you need to add oh a spark to this team. God. The team needs a spark. Oh. Dude, if you can just add that spark. Like, is it a risk? Absolutely. But uh, if they called and said, do you want to do it or not? I'd say, you know what? We want to win games. And so we're going to, we're going to take him.
2: You sold me with the package. It's just nothing. It's really nothing. A third Mm -hmm. and a fourth round pick is, is so little. Um, now, yes, there are good players that you can find in those rounds, Mm -hmm. of course. And George Payton is, if there's anything he's done well, it's been, well, at least up until this year, he's done well, uh, a good job. We don't know Mm -hmm. quite yet on this year. Um, but I I just, like, when you boil it down to getting a very good player for a very small investment in my eyes... Mm-hmm. I would do it. This is
3: too. This is too Madden of you guys. You, you guys are, are focusing too much That's on fair. Madden. I don't like um, Christian McCaffrey and Madden. <laughs> um, the the vibes. You cannot do that based off vibes. You have to remember the injury history, Ryan. I do everything you're be good for for two. I'll do everything off vibes. Five game hot streak. <laughs> and you know where the offense needs to get a spark from if they're gonna have any chance. It's not Christian McCaffrey. Uh, it's from Russell Wilson. That's where the spark, the life is going to come from. Christian McCaffrey is not going to turn Russell Wilson in from the four touchdowns, three interceptions that he's been this year to the 25 touchdowns to six Mm -hmm. interception guy that he was last year. And that was a down year for him. That's going to mm-hmm. have to come from within, and if if, if he turns into that, then Corton Sutton's going to look a lot better. Jerry mm-hmm. Judy's going to look a lot better. The tight ends are going to look better. I mean, I'm not saying great. Uh, and then Melvin Gordon out of the backfield, he's going to look better. Yeah. That's the spark this offense needs. It's not paying for a running back that's likely, history tells us, likely going to be injured. And then you're paying nine to $12 million for the next three seasons. If he's not a rental, and if he's a rental, well, you're not a Super Bowl contender. So just, yeah. do, it does too many things Again, to me. I, don't you don't have to make that decision right now.
0: now, though. Like, at any point, you can cut him and say, ah, oh, now, now is the time we're done. I, that's the nice part to me. That feels like the insurance. I really agree
2: with every point you made. Yeah. It's just the investment is so low. It's buying low on a potentially, you know, team-changing uh, uh, stock.
0: Potential, oh, uh, no, that's crazy. Potential All-Pro. Yes, yes, I but... wanted to say something ridiculous, but he needs like four more good seasons to. <laughs> right now, be Christian really McCaffrey's
3: good. on pace for 1,100 rushing yards and 600 receiving yards.
0: If you could that get would... that, that would be incredible.
3: It's not much different from what Javante was doing.
0: No, Javante's really good, but well, he's gone. You there. don't have Javante. <laughs> but what I'm saying is it.
3: I, I. I don't think it's as good. He he is really good this year, but he's not putting up the numbers like he did a couple of years ago.
2: I mean, if he's gonna flirt with two thousand yards,
3: that's that's game changing. Uh, it's like seventy five percent of two thousand yards. It's flirting. <laughs> <laughs> it was not great at flirting. It's yeah. like a you
2: know a batting the eyelashes from across the bar, but it's flirting nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, I, I I again, I started off by saying all of the reasons, and then I said, but the injury until we got to the trade package like I, i'm out until i hear that trade package now that just might not be enough like if the bills are going to send a second totally. round pick it's a win-win for both teams that deal should happen
0: right there were three players in the nfl with 1700 scrimmage yards last year but
2: there you go but if the bills say we're only willing to give a third and all the broncos have to do to beat the offers give a third and a fourth i would do it
0: i um, i mean two if- thirds <sighs> Again, like when my finger's on the trigger, I would say yes. Okay. And I I don't think that that's.
3: That's it. You you tell them a third and a fourth. They uh say, let's talk to the Bills. They come back and say two thirds, and we'll make this deal before. We, we can go
2: back to them. the Bills. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and I would say, F it, let's go. Yeah. And that's why I'm not George Payton. That's why I do not have his job. <laughs>
3: George, like, but but yes, I would, Payton, I would pull that trigger. George Payton wouldn't have a pick until day three. I, know. Sometimes Sometimes I do also think... Year. Yeah, I've the, done this a couple
2: times in the Madden League. I just end up trading away all my other picks this too. This so to, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> this is a joke. I'm just... Uh, uh, then you just I, don't I, even yeah. have to show up on the draft. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Just go golfing I try to do that as well. Yeah. When you don't have a first or a second or a third the whole draft. Yeah, yeah, what if yeah. they
0: flipped it around and said, We'll give you we'll give you Christian McCaffrey four Greg Dulcich and Inuizarrique. Third and fourth round picks last year.
3: Obviously then you, you absolutely
0: say yes to that one.
3: Yeah. Yeah, you <laughs> have to you have to do that. And that's not how
0: it works. But again, like if they had done that during the draft last year, which the Panthers won a first and a play, right. whatever, that right. wasn't gonna right. happen. Yeah. Think about the world we could be living in. Yeah. Now. The
2: number one thing I don't care about is the money; it just doesn't matter to me. I know. Um, and so then I just get to the the assets that you're giving up, and that is just so little. Um, so two thirds. But I just don't think that, Like, if I'm the Panthers, I wouldn't take that deal.
3: I think they could get better. Well, then let's bump it up to. Uh, uh, if, what, what, the, what do the, you think it would take for, from the Broncos to realistically make the trade? What about
0: that that 2024 20, second? Okay. and then you need like a sweetener to compete with this year's second
3: so like a, a fifth no i think it'd be a third You if think it would be a third because this year? the 2020 2024 seconds worth a third uh the further you go out that could be technically
0: i don't know i you're starting to get once, to the once point, you start yeah. getting
2: into second round territory is when i start to cringe a little
0: the odds yeah. of you missing out on somebody who is going to start on your football team gets higher but again you're Brandon Christian McCaffrey, who would start on your football team. So I get the case. Could
3: you imagine, though, if the Broncos bring him in as a rental, or let's say he ends up Mm -hmm. working out as a rental, where Mm -hmm. they just keep him for this year. He's Uh, hurt,
0: whatever, so they let him go. Yeah,
3: exactly. They trade a twenty twenty four second for him. By the time you get there— Christian hasn't been on your team for a full season Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you end up going, I don't know. Let's say Christian helps this team turn around. You end up going 10 and seven and losing on the road in the first round.
0: Boy, does that sound nice right now? But uh, no, that's not a good thing. Um, You would regret it. You would regret it. And again, that's, that's the risk here. That's the risk. I
2: do agree with Henry's point though, that you can't only make moves thinking like, does this win us a Super Bowl this year? You have to work towards something.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm, but a move like this, this is a Super Bowl move. That's why the Bills make the most sense. Yes, This is a totally. Super Bowl move for them. But
2: for me, honestly, I'm living in next year. Um, I, I'd like it for this year, mostly from a vibe standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love it for next year when... You get to extend the careers of both Christian McCaffrey and Javante Williams uh, by playing them next to each other. You can ease Javante in a little bit
0: more. Because you're going to miss him probably the first month or so.
2: Yep.
3: Yep, I agree. But, but- and then you
2: have arguably the best backfield in football. Wow. To go along with your quarterback. You'd Without be tanking doubt, his but you are Tim Patrick's healthy.
3: But you are forgetting oh. the injury history. Now I know. you're I not just know. counting on him to stay totally. healthy for one season. You're counting on him to stay healthy for two seasons. Or he's hurt this year, you give him next year. Or he's hurt both years. <laughs> That's true. what the past two years would indicate. Yeah. Past
0: four says you'll give him for one. It's a gamble.
3: The older <laughs> you get, the <laughs> further away those two those two but years yeah. were. I just
2: feel like I'm throwing $10 on a plus 1000 parlay. Like, yeah, sure, why not?
3: I think uh, George Payton views those draft picks as, like, it's a one-to-one value right Yeah, well,
2: that's crazy.
0: (laughs) I wonder if he's changed his mind at all on draft picks.
3: Not changed his mind, because it's it's like a black and white thing. No.
0: But the NFL keeps being more and more willing to get rid of those picks. And I think that he is forward-thinking enough that his as many darts as possible thing might not be the same. He might have an opportunity
2: to recoup a second or maybe even a first for Bradley Chubb at some point this year.
3: Why are you making a move <laughs> for Christian McCaffrey? No, you're, you're not. You're not. You're away, not, Bradley. Johnson. You're not. But
2: this is—I'm living in a different world now, okay, okay. where the Broncos are sellers. Yeah, and I don't think you could get a first just because. No, it's, it's the, of the contract months, situation, but months. I think you could probably get your second back for this mm, year.
3: That's a great conversation to have. Hopefully, mm. we
2: don't have. Oh, please. Because yeah, we're talking mean, about how the Broncos should buy because they've got then it they'd together. Really,
3: yeah. be sellers. I yeah. mean,
0: how how many sacks does he need to be worth but, uh, worth the franchise tag? Don't you assume? I don't know, but don't he's you,
3: easily on
2: pace. Don't you assume that George Payton is already living in the Randy Gregory,
0: Baron Browning era? Yeah, uh,
3: <laughs> I'm. I'm not. I no, because Randy okay. Gregory's hurt right now, and also
0: Bradley Chubb is like a half sack off the NFL lead right now. Oh, he's a beast. He's so I do a- think that that's a very firm part of this era. And what did he say last year? You know, you don't get better by letting your good players leave.
3: Should we have this conversation in the second segment? Sure, well, let's all right, do it. Let let's tell do you it. first about DraftKings Sportsbook. <laughs> we talk a lot about gambling with Christian McCaffrey, whether it's worth the risk, the reward. If you want to get a little risky, check out our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. I love or, gambling. Or you can just find a, a good bet on Chiefs plus money line or plus oh, money this geez. week. That is so hard. To pass up. It's the first time Patrick Mahomes has ever been an underdog at home. How about that?
2: It's a bad line. <laughs> but Andre and I have this new thing, uh, this new strategy called bet uncomfortably. Mm. And I think this betting on the Bills is is an uncomfortable move.
3: I don't know. I think I think this game's very uncomfortable. Yeah, it's going it, like, like, to come down. It's like it feels like high stakes fun.
2: Yeah, it, it's going to come down to
3: who has the ball last probably and it doesn't matter if there's what 14 seconds left do they have 16 14 what was it last year? 12 seconds left that is insane and you can get in on the live money line on that game over at DraftKings Sportsbook and for new users if you bet five dollars you'll get two hundred dollars in free bets in your account right away which you can use on this upcoming Bills Chiefs game. You could use it Monday night when the Broncos take on the Chargers. You can use it on this dud of a Thursday night game, although it's probably going to be more high scoring than the Broncos and Colts one last week. You got the Commanders taking on... Who is it The bears the bears? That's there, a beautiful game. There we go. Ooh, ooh. If it's football, it's beautiful. And yeah. it's, if it's uh football, it'll be over at DraftKings. So make sure to check them out. Download the top rated right DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get that offer. That's promo code DNVR over at DraftKings Sportsbook. See terms and conditions in our read. Real
0: quick before we keep going with the ads. Um, Justin Fields, would you rather ha- the Broncos have Justin Fields or Russell Wilson on this contract? Alternate realities. Russell
2: Wilson still. Oh my God. I think it's still Russell Wilson. But I, I just need more information.
3: I, on both. I, I, That's why it's I a fun question. You. Yeah. Right now, right I have to take the I'm, proven player. Yeah, right now, I'm yep. still taking Russ.
0: Definitely. Hassle Cattle Company is awesome. They've got those Franks that we talk about at the tailgate. Uh, you can buy the Franks for yourself. They have a whole bunch of different packages that you can buy. So they'll have like some ground beef, they'll have some fancy steaks, some. Less fancy, but still really good steaks. And then they take all these different meats and things and put them into boxes. Those packages are awesome and they come at a discount as well. Um, it's Wagyu beef raised in Texas and they ship it straight to your door. Uh, it is versatile, it's full of flavor, all that sort of stuff. So head to CastleCattleCompany.com to secure your bag of beef. Use the code DNVR20 for 20% off your entire purchase. That's DNVR20 for 20% off at Hassle Cattle Company.
2: Speaking of DNVR, shout out to us. Um, Hell yeah! You want to know how good DNVR is? Tell me. You got a Chiefs fan who has nothing. <laughs> just we yep. he's so good that we're so good that yep. that he's here. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so shout out to the Chiefs fan who's just. You know, maybe
3: one day if you're lucky, we'll expand to your city. We actually have a another troll who's like giving football troll takes okay. in here, uh, who's now been in multiple days in a row. Definitely not a Broncos fan, but you know, Just appreciate appreciate exactly. the the comments. But honestly, appreciate everyone that's always in here supporting us, especially people like Jose. So good, our
2: haters love us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, gotta check out what we're doing in London. We have so many cool things going on. Keep an eye out on our socials. For announcements on different things, uh, such as where we're going to be meeting up with people on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Cannot wait to get out there. It's just going to be incredible to meet so many people. I've seen some of your guys' comments on like the Broncos UK Facebook page. Like I've been listening, and this is part of the experience for me. So I just want I, I can't wait to meet you guys. Can't wait to talk to you guys can't wait to be out there so go to uh, dnvr.eventbrite.com to see all of the different things that we're doing um and also keep an eye on our socials to find out where we're gonna be
3: and hit us with a thumbs up on facebook if you're watching right now hit us with a five on youtube if you're watching right now hit us with a five star review if you're tuning in on podcast we really appreciate everyone tuning in and we really appreciate when you hit us with those
2: yep least you could do ron ron
3: <laughs> oh Timeout. R. I. P. We'll, we'll see him if, in a few does, minutes. Does the thumbs up still work, though? It's if you're blocked? <laughs> I think it does. Yeah. Give us he's a thumbs a, up. He's time out, so not blocked. Oh, okay. Well. But that's I think that I think that thumbs up is still open. Have Although been I've never
0: Seems out. like the oh, perfect time. I've never yeah. been timed out. But <laughs> uh, that's just a reminder, people in the chat. If you're rude to other people in the chat, I will put you in the YouTube timeout
3: or block you. So chill.
2: I love that mm. we're putting adults in timeout. It's so <laughs> fitting for the way they're acting.
3: And if you're tuning in on YouTube, you can also vote in our poll right now. Should the Broncos trade for Kish- Christian McCaffrey? Fifty-seven percent of you agree with your boy. Say mm-hmm. no. Forty-three percent agree with Ryan and Henry.
0: See, so that's a that's a different question. If you ask me should the Broncos trade for Christian McCaffrey, the answer is probably no. Would I do it? Absolutely. <laughs> no, that's not.
2: No, how no that's it's what not. We're
3: talking no. about should what I, the Broncos do it.
2: I
0: really think it should
2: say should the Broncos trade a third and a fourth for Christian McCaffrey. Or that's the yes side that I'm on.
3: Well, that's fine. I think more people would say no if that was the case. Like, when we put that on, more people are going to say no. Oh, see,
2: I I disagree. Mm -hmm. Allie, will you redo the poll? Um, New poll. Should the Broncos trade a third and a fourth round pick for Christian McCaffrey?
3: And remember, if you're watching live on YouTube or if you're not watching live, make sure to go to DNVR underscore Broncos on Twitter to vote in our pod poll, which comes out after we post the pod each day, because we want to hear what you think. And the pod poll... Just for Ryan is going to be, should the Broncos trade a third and a fourth round pick for Chris. Wait, how did we get on third and fourth? I thought we were talking about like a second and a third.
2: You literally proposed the third. (laughs) That's that's what got me to say yes. But then I
3: pushed it and we went to two thirds. I think we got to do two thirds. Because you both still said yes. Okay. Gotta push the I never answered that, actually. Yeah, okay, so tell me. Would you? <laughs> yes. Okay, there we go. Would you trade two-thirds for Christian McCaffrey? Uh, I think it's going to be even more people saying no than the 57% did. Interesting. Oh, man. Two-third-round picks. <laughs> All right, Bradley Chubb. All right, the question is up. All right, Caden's let's go. go. Speaking of big-time players, trade deadline in less than three weeks from now, do the Broncos, are they trading him? Are they signing him to a contract? What, what has Bradley Chubb done for, for you so far? Like uh, Henry said, five and a half sacks through the first six games or first five. five games of the season. If he gets half a sack or more against the Chargers, he'll be the first Broncos since Von Miller to get six sacks through the first six games of a season. And that's joining really, really good company. Bradley Chubb also has uh, a couple of strip sacks, forced fumbles. Mm-hmm. He's been a beast.
2: <sighs> this sucks. Uh, Because I want to say, what are you doing? Money isn't an object. Just sign him.
3: That's what you just said about Christian McCaffrey. That is not what I said about (laughs) Christian
2: McCaffrey. Uh, Especially because it's a lot cheaper for Christian. This is a $20 million a year deal? Yep. yep. Uh, And you just did that with Randy Gregory. You just gave an injury-prone pass rusher a massive bag betting on him staying healthy. You could argue you already lost the bet um so i am not making a bet at that high of stakes again with another player when you're already tied it's not like you can just be like "Eh, we're gonna move on from randy gregory and pay that money to bradley chubb that's you can't do that so uh i do not want to do two different injury prone edge rushers uh and that sucks because i really like bradley chubb and if i could go back and just say like don't sign randy gregory then i would i would say yeah save that money for bradley chubb but it's just too much of a risk at that price tag the price tag is going to be asinine
3: and let's just be clear you have passed the hometown discount portion and i actually don't blame george payton for not signing him before this season be because of the injury sometimes i do blame the general manager for waiting too long but when you have to see about a guy being injured you've already passed that and he's averaging a sack over a sack per game now so you're paying him 20 plus maybe 25 million dollars so you can't sign him now and get a discount if you lose the next three games i'm i'm shopping him and, and trying to like you said get a second and a third maybe the exact same deal that von miller got maybe you get I was gonna say more, but you probably don't get more. But you could get that because Bradley Chubb will be playing at an elite level. If you're three and five, I'm shopping him still. So if that means you go one and two over your next three games, I'm still shopping him. Other than that, no, that though, I'm not gonna trade him if this team's still in it, and I'm not going to sign him before the season's done because there still is the injury question. He's st- he's only played five games. I want to see him play tw- uh, full seventeen games before giving him twenty mil.
2: There is one other thing you can do and it was is that what you were going to talk about franchise tag yep
0: yeah absolutely i mean i'm not trading him i just don't think there's much of a reason um you a speed a it in the third you speed up when you get that draft capital but if you franchise tag him you can get maybe not quite the same thing next year you know you worry does he get hurt and that hurts his trade value or uh you know the the contract to be different you know if you're trading him at that point the team is probably taking on 12 million dollar cap hit versus uh I guess right now they'd still be taking on probably nine is what's left of his because he's on that fifth-year option. So that's not that much different. So I'd rather just push this back a year. Franchise tag for him should be about $20 million next year. Mm-hmm. That's a solid rate. Um, and on top of that, if he does get hurt, which we hope he doesn't, touch wood for that one, um, that's cheaper. You're, you're going to be able to get him for cheaper than that $20 million anyway. And you don't have to make the decision on the franchise tag until – after the season anyway plus you know if he signs in free agency you get a third round pick back right anyway
2: the franchise tag is probably the perfect scenario here yep. unless you get, you are in that position that you just mentioned zach and you get a really lucrative deal at the deadline mm-hmm. then you could you can i i can definitely talk myself into doing that yeah but because i want to keep bradley around for sure um the franchise tag is kind of the perfect out right you don't have to make a long-term bet. You are making a bet on one year, but it's not, you know, you're not saying, well, we're, we're just going to hope and pray he's healthy for the next four years. You're saying, okay, show it to us one more time. Can you do mm-hmm. it again? Stay healthy again another year. Then we can remove the injury-prone tag from you, and we'll remove the franchise tag at the same time and give you a big deal. It's kind of a perfect scenario for the Broncos, and this is almost exactly why you have it
3: and this is why I'm waiting till the end of the year to make an extension on him to decide that is because if he does stay healthy, you feel comfortable giving him the franchise tag. And then that also buys you a year. Okay. Randy Gregory's last guaranteed year with the Broncos is next year crazy enough. So mm-hmm. after the franchise tag runs up with Bradley Chubb, so does Randy Gregory's contract. Mm. If Baron mm-hmm. Browning still looks like a beast, and we've only seen him one game as a starter, but he's looked great. Let's say you're he counting did. on him. Well, then you're going to be paying him right about then mm-hmm. too. But then you get to decide between those three guys, who are the two that you want to pay? And you even maybe in a, in, in a situation where you have to let one go, you trade one, and then you pay one. Because let's say, Two or three of these guys are all worth $25 million. You may not be able to sign two pass rushers for $50, $60, $65 million, whatever that's going to be down the road. Um, so that that's what I'm doing as well. But think about it from George Payton's. So let's say the Broncos go 0-3, 1-2 uh, in the next couple of games, and he has an opportunity to get a second and a third for Bradley Chubb. He could convince himself, holy shit, I just made up my draft capital for well, next year because now I'm going to trade a third a, and a second. Exactly now I, I have a first round pick next year and a second and, and a third. Uh, oh no, well, you no then, have a second. then you would have but you'd still have two thirds. Yep. So you'd have mm-hmm. a first, no second, two thirds. You're feeling so much better. Yeah, yeah,
2: I that would be really hard for him to say no to at the same time if Bradley Chubb is playing at this rate. Um, you might be in a position where if you're George Payton, you're just like, I'm going to set the price tag ridiculously high. Yeah. If someone wants to pay it, go right ahead. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and if they don't do it, then cool. We're going to franchise them after this year anyway. And again, talk about a perfect scenario. The fact that you would be able to have that franchise tag, which is going to be crazy expensive and Randy Gregory's very expensive contract, both basically up at the same time you get your pick mm-hmm. one of the two, uh, or you could say, you know, we want to go a different direction. It's a really good place to be in. But I was thinking the same thing. George Payton can essentially talk himself into, I'm like back to square one if I get a second and a third because I'll just get up into the first. Now I have a first round pick again. I could potentially package those a third and a fourth to get a second. Yeah. You know, now you got a first, second, and third. Like yeah. he he could really talk himself into that. It just all depends on where this team is
0: and whether Baron Browning keeps it up. Yep. Do you see some flashes from Nick Benito? Because. If you go into next season with Randy Gregory, Bradley Chubb, Nick Benito, Jonathan Cooper, it, there, there's plenty of reason to be excited. There's also some really big concerns because there's one player who has proven that he is, you know, a, a, a really good NFL player, a few others with some upside, and your one proven player has an injury problem. And so you you'd would you have to make a move to to find somebody? to to add some depth, some veteran who can sub in if you need him. I don't know, but I don't think that room would be finished just like that if that's the case.
3: Man, if you have Randy Gregory in injuries aside, which is something mm-hmm, that totally. you can't do. You have Randy Gregory next year. You have Baron Browning and he could become a proven player he this could. year. Especially totally. if Bradley Chubb or Randy Gregory get hurt again and Baron Browning starting mm-hmm. the majority of the games moving forward, you'd feel great about those guys. Yep. And uh, you better be able to think that Nick Benito is a good enough backup for you You'd like hope. you better have seen enough otherwise second round
2: picks should be starters
3: yes a- a- absolutely especially your second year so so what i'm saying is like you should feel good with those three guys mm-hmm. um and so that's why people are saying like how oh, you can't even consider trading Bradley Chubb if you have Bradley Chubb, Randy, Gregory, you're going to be paying those guys $35 million combined with the franchise tag if you do that with Bradley mm-hmm. Chubb. Then you're going to have a really good backup in Baron Browning, and your fourth guy is going to be your second-round pick. If your offensive line needs help, if other parts of your team need help, which they do, are you really good going four deep at pass rusher, like really deep four? Or is it better to use those assets to help build the team up other places?
0: I think what we've seen, though, is that this defense is really, really, really good in part because of that pass rush. Like when they're able to just put, you know, Baron Browning right next to Randy Gregory or Bradley Chubb, they're able to get Baron Browning free every single time because he can get around the edge. He can cut back inside with those twists. And when you have all three of those players, and we've seen it over and over and over again, there's in the backfield constantly, and, you know, you're able to stack that one side with just those two, even with Randy out this week, just sub Draymond to the other side. And you'd love to have more of a pass rush threat over there or somebody who can keep something in. But when this defense looks as good as it does right now, I I'm tempted to keep as much of it together as possible. Nope.
3: Because that's what the Broncos have tried to do the past five or six years is mm-hmm. win with defense, have all these resources, have these pass yeah. rush. It worked in 2015. It did. Um, but I would rather have Russell Wilson be protected by flipping out a second and a third for Chubb if you feel comfortable with those Mm -hmm. other guys or somehow moving another piece in order to get resources to get a really good center and a really good uh, guard to, to help protect Russell Wilson
2: it's a really interesting conversation Mm -hmm. uh and it's really in my opinion my final take on this will just be what's their record at the deadline
3: yep i that's exactly where i'm at that's where i'm at with christian that's where i'm at with bradley uh and a lot of things can happen you go three and oh you're five and three you're feeling great Mm -hmm. you go one and two you're three and five you're not feeling good at all crazy
2: it's gonna be interesting yeah um It's gonna be interesting come game time and if you want tickets to any game you gotta go over to game time uh and the best way to do that is by going through the link that is in the description of this show whether you're listening uh in pod form or if you're watching on youtube uh just scroll down into the show notes and you will see the link to game time you want to go to the Avs game tonight see them raise the banner go over to game time. You're going to get the best deal on that. Um, If you want to go to the Broncos game against the Jets, go over to game time. You're going to get the best deals on that. And like I've always said, it's one of the only places in life that you will get rewarded for procrastinating. So wait until the last second. Maybe you hit up our Broncos tailgate. Maybe you, you know, you pop over and you're hanging out around ball arena tonight and you just wait for that last second to get your tickets through game time. It's a great, great way to go to tons of events i've been using it since long before they became a sponsor of this show and it's pretty much the only way i get tickets to events unless someone gives them to me
3: there you go and uh, when you're going to an event you got to check out our friends over at breckenridge brewery they really have completely embraced denver and colorado they had the mile high city lager for the nuggets now they've got the broncos country hoppy pale ale There's nothing cooler than uh, whether it's a Wednesday night or whether you're at the game holding the Broncos logo, the old school D with a damn good beer. And if you want to get your hands on the Broncos Country Lager, make sure to go to breckbrew.com, check out their beer locator, and you can find exactly where to get Broncos Country Lager over at their Breck Beer Locator. You can't go wrong with any beer, but it's Broncos season. Hoppy pale ale is pretty good.
2: Boom. All right, should we top of the
3: comments. Yeah, absolutely. We got a couple super chats to hit. Both coming in from Clayton. Damn. Clayton Thank you, Clayton, with two big super chats. Says how is Christian McCaffrey going to help so Russell or how is Christian McCaffrey going to help so Russell Wilson can dump the ball off to him instead of a wide open KJ Hamler down the field. (laughs) He throws to the running back because he's seeing ghosts at all times. Need offensive line help. He goes on, says, We need offensive line help, not Christian McCaffrey. Even if we got him, who's going to open holes for him? This team has neglected offensive line for years and is starting to show.
0: Quinn Miners could open some holes for him. Exactly. And, you know, I was trying to hesitate and not say that. Uh, he's your best offensive lineman. But with Garrett Bowles playing as poorly as he did, I'm willing to say, like, that should be your best offensive lineman when he gets back, for sure. Um, That, to me,
3: is pretty pretty damning. Fair. But I wouldn't disagree with you. Mm -hmm. But the fact that we're saying that based off a guy that played 18 snaps this year, and uh, he did (laughs) play last year and did do some things that made you feel good about him last year, but let's not forget he was in a in a, in a guard competition mm-hmm. for much of this offseason as mm-hmm. well. He was not guaranteed a starting job, which I was shocked at, but the coaches just didn't see enough from him. So that shows you where the offensive line is at times right now.
0: Totally. Um, you also have Billy Turner in theory coming back at some point who, you know, you can't expect him to be like a big upgrade, but at the very least there's one more option that you can try. So you, the the other thing is that with the offensive line Yes, there have been some blown assignments, and, and you know, the Lloyd Cushenberry, for example, sometimes it isn't very good moving horizontally, and so he gets upfield and can't get to the linebacker he's supposed to block. Like there's, there's some things like that that you can't expect to get that much better. But the big issue has been the penalties. It's been the holdings and the false starts that set him back. You know, I mean, we were talking about those charts. That say like, yeah, actually the Broncos offensive line has been pretty good. Well, if, if you take away that they're getting called for five penalties a game, mm. yeah, I guess that they have been in an average NFL offensive line. Again, you're losing Garrett Bowles, who was an all-pro two years ago. So I'm not, I'm not totally out on this offensive line yet, especially when we know that it's a new system and they're still going to learn through that. I do think that improving that offensive line would go a long way, but also... I saw other comments saying, like, you don't need a running back. You need help in the passing game. Christian McCaffrey does just as much as a receiver. And, and, you know, Russell Wilson really likes to go empty. There may be no better running back in the NFL to flex out of the backfield and put in the slot because he'll get open every time. I don't even think you have to say maybe. No.
2: But at the same time, there's also not just a very good all-pro level offensive lineman out there for
0: cheap right now.
3: But you could get If him. there was, then we'd be no. having that conversation. I you thought you said him. there was. I was like, wait, who are you
0: talking no. about? You no. You can get them
3: with draft picks next year. You could try Maybe. to get them. Third, yeah.
0: What could you get for a third and a third? What for, do you mean? For, for an offensive lineman. If you were to go that route instead of Christian McCaffrey. Like you know, I you don't even know. If you were going to trade, yeah.
2: Yeah, or I mean, using those draft picks on offensive linemen doesn't guarantee anything either.
3: It it doesn't. But you just said Quinn Miners is the Broncos' best opposite. He was a third round pick. He was. So if you can get two two more of those guys, yep. yep. uh, you probably feel better. Up. Yeah. Could
2: you imagine Quinn at center just and Quinn at left guard as well. <laughs> <laughs> So much belly. All right. Uh, thank you for the super chat. Yes. Next one. Oh, and real quick on that, I just. My biggest fear right now about this offense is that this offense will not be unlocked unless they start running the ball better. And Melvin Gordon mm-hmm. should be good enough to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not if he has to run like a fullback on every play with two hands on the <laughs> ball. <laughs> yes. yes. Latavius
3: Murray this week.
2: There, there we go. I haven't, th- I haven't thought about Latavius Murray in like 24 hours. So that's.
3: Just think about his big body.
0: They should be able to stacked. run on the Chargers
3: too.
2: Like of all teams, you would think they'd be just fine
3: on the Chargers. Yes, we're gonna really break them down starting tomorrow.
2: All right, old friend here, Denver rivals says, "Hey guys, long time no comment. I've been busy with my brand new son Henry. Whoa, name the kid after me. Let's go." I didn't name after Hank, or did I? Oh. You did. You did. <laughs> My take on Hackett is he'll be safe as long as the games are close. My guess is they'll be 4-4 four and four at the bye. Off the defense alone with the Chargers, always shaky. The Jets offense not standing a chance against our defense, and the Jags are unpredictable. The only reason why I think he'd be on the hot seat is the reality of this team being under 500 to finish the season and how that impacts our offseason. If we had our first and second picks from the 23 draft, they can bank on drafting the needed pieces, offensive line TEs, to fix the offense. Without that, we'll need to spend to fix things up, I still think in time they'll be able to fix things up enough to be a competitive playoff team in the wild card race. The association is holding a for, uh, fundraising cornhole tournament Let's go. November 19th. All buy ins to participate are very affordable and support the Alzheimer's Association efforts. I'll have more details soon and would love to get the DNVR fam to participate. Mm -hmm. Hope to get something cooking with DNVR this winter. Like, I hope Russ cooks the Los Angeles charcoal.
3: I love it. Great to hear from you, Denver rivals. And congratulations on your son, Henry.
2: I have the yips in bags right now. Oh, no. Really? Like, I'm still hitting the board. I'm just not getting buckets. And, like, at one point, I was just always getting buckets. Now I just don't get buckets anymore.
3: You need a PRP shot? I
2: think so. Yeah. It's really scary. Wow. I'm like, what is going on? I just, (laughs) I'm not making them anymore. I don't know. Jeez. It's clearly in your head. Uh, It is. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like getting nervous before shots. Wow. Have you ever had a Breck brew before? I need to have like 14. Yeah,
3: I think so. then forget about (laughs) everything. That'll get you right back on board. Yep. Next one from Ozzy Punter says, Hey guys, flying into LA on Christmas Eve from Sydney, Australia. I'm taking the family to see the Broncos play the Rams at SoFi Stadium on Christmas Day. It will be our first Broncos game ever, and I cannot wait. I've been reflecting on the first five weeks of Russell Wilson, Nathaniel Hackett era, and the Walter Payton era in Broncos country. Walter Payton. Walter Payton, Walter Penner era in Broncos country. (laughs) I've been assisted by the brilliant television show Ted Lasso in my thinking. In one of the episodes, May, the pub owner, says, it's the hope that kills you when talking about Rich- Richmond FC. It's in Star Wars, too. It is in uh, Star Wars, yes. It's uh, the hope that kills you. That's <laughs> where I was at after the Colts game. I was so in the 2020 Broncos. I had left all my guard down that I put up in the Flacco, Lock Bridgewater era. The hope was killing me. I then reflected further the words of Ted Believe. Why not? What do we have to lose? We have everything we need. A tier one quarterback, an offensive-minded coach, a well-funded ownership group. We have waited this long. Seven long years since Super Bowl 50. It has only been five weeks. Believe Broncos country. we we'll would love to catch up with any of the DNVR family at SoFi on Christmas Day to watch the Broncos pump the Rams. Best Christmas present ever. Yeah, you've
2: got a pretty cool family if that's where you're spending. <laughs> yes. That is a
0: pretty <laughs> cool family. But yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where... You spend all your time saying, well, the Broncos aren't going to win because they don't have a quarterback, and so you just kind of accept it. And then you get the quarterback, and you're like, oh, they're going to win. It's like, no, that doesn't mean they're going to be really good. That just means that they have the potential now to be really good. It they just means to- you have a, you should be able to get to 500 regardless. And
2: more than anything, they just need their quarterback to be a really good quarterback. Yeah, they, yes. the Broncos. Know I he's always capable of it. I was going to yeah.
3: say, I still agree with him that the Broncos have a Tier 1 quarterback, but simply, Russ has not played as a tier one quarterback this year. It doesn't mean he's not as like a player, but he hasn't been this year. I still Total. believe he can be, and he needs to be. The the truth is, at the
2: very least, if he played like a tier one quarterback, they're three and two. At the very least, yes, yes, it, yes.
0: I course. still think tier two. Like you just got that Mahomes, Josh Allen,
2: that, Tom Brady. Yeah. It Depends you on know. where you're tiering them off. Fair. But I, was, I would I was probably put Mahomes like and Allen in their own tier.
3: Yeah, yeah. And I was I was thinking like top seven as tier one, but you're probably right. There probably is a tier one of like truly elite, yeah. um, and then a tier below that where I think yep. Russ should be, but he's not there.
2: Yeah, yep. no one can even come close to Allen and Allen and Mahomes in terms of like if you told me like trade every player on the roster for this guy, would you do it? Like those are probably the only two people <laughs> in the NFL that you would say. I that.
3: would still put Brady there specifically talking mm-hmm. for like one season. I Brady's yeah. going to be fine. Yeah. We'll see. I, I think Rodgers would, is I would, too. I just personally wouldn't, but... I understand. <laughs> so I understand. If you think
2: Brady's going to be fine and you think Rodgers is going to be fine, then do you think Russ is going to be fine?
3: Um, Those guys are are different. Those That's guys a different are, tier. Those guys are better than Russ.
2: My other question is, do you think that the Rams are dead as a playoff
0: team?
3: Woo, it's not looking good. They're not good. that good. Um, I made so
0: much money yeah. on the Cowboys this week. Impressive. I, I just went heavy on that money line. Again, they What do they do? Like They can't run the ball, so they yeah. throw the ball. But also, Allen Robinson sucks. You have Cooper Cup, and that's kind of about it. The defense lost Von Miller, and it was a defense that was carried by stars. Like I, so they, they should be, They should make. They should make the playoffs. Yeah, still that's, maybe. That's why
3: I'm saying they're not dead. But I mean, they're they're not a great team. No. Um, I think the Broncos
2: are a better team than them. Is kind of what I was getting at. But same, I have same a tier. Lot
3: of confidence. A lot more confidence in Sean McVay. Fair, I Fair still enough. Think he's Fair. A, he's a very uh, good coach. What
0: about the Bengals? Are they dead? No, I think no. the Bengals might actually be good. Okay,
2: so there's a lot of teams in in a yes, similar position where are. it's like, sure. hey, if we just got more out of our guys, yeah, 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 exactly. Then, you know, we could be a winning team. Like I think the Rams are feeling like if their quarterback played like a top tier or yeah. a top, top two tier quarterback, yeah. they'd be a lot better off now too. So a lot of teams kind of hoping that
3: guys that they're used to playing really well start playing well again. Of course, of course, absolutely. Melbourne Bronco says, my boys, the worst thing about the current Broncos situation is being told how to react by others. Everyone Mm. reacts differently. There is no right or wrong. Now, if Dolce just plays, what are the expectations? Cheers.
2: There are definitely wrong ways to react to things. Like... Okay, it's wrong if someone walks in front of you to react by shoving them to the ground. That's true. <laughs> that is wrong. That'll, that uh, is wrong.
3: That'll get you uh, the police involved. Yes, apparently. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just give them the money and let's move on.
3: Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I, It's very interesting that the uh, NFL is taking some time to make their decision because the Raiders have a bye week. They can do that. But I think they're trying to see, okay, do we really have to suspend him? Let, let's wait until this gets further away and are people still upset about it? Or can we keep one of our star players in every single game?
2: I know. It's what I see all these Broncos fans being like, I can't believe they pursued criminal charges or whatever. No, no, you're doing it all wrong. <laughs> you have to be like,
0: if the NFL doesn't suspend him, I'm done forever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is crazy that like, Mike Evans gets suspended. For like that, that fight on yeah. the field, you're like, well, sure, he was pushing a lot more than Devonte Adams did. Also, to a football player in pads, though, right. yep. like if you're mm. getting suspended for that, I think Devonte Adams gets suspended.
3: Yeah, as JWC says, the worst case scenario for uh, the charge that was brought against Devonte Adams is 180 days in jail. Best case scenario nice. is,
0: is is the best case scenario. I think it's a $50 fine. Two fifty, I think. Two fifty, but okay. up
2: to two hundred and fifty. <laughs> Which is up to? Like it, no, it could be up to two hundred fifty thousand. Is the top oh. fine? I think.
3: Oh, I thought it was a thousand. Was less than that. Okay, yeah, I maybe was... I read something <laughs> yeah. completely
2: wrong. Maybe the NFL could fine. I don't
3: know. I saw something about be. the top fine. Devonte Adams gets like a five hundred dollar fine from the NFL, but is in jail for mm. <laughs> one hundred and eighty days. Two hundred and fifty
0: dollars to a thousand, and up to one hundred eighty days in jail.
2: What was the two fifty I saw?
3: Probably the two hundred fifty dollars that you just thought was two hundred fifty. You're just used to NFL money. Yeah, exactly. fair enough. <laughs> just <laughs> add three zeros to everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: uh kendall hinton hall of famer monday travis kelsey had four receiving touchdowns in one game russell wilson has four passing tds this entire season please turn it around russ we're a third of the way through the season he has to play really well the rest of the season and not have any more games like the colts or we'll still have major concerns going into the offseason i'm that so, kelsey game was so weird i'm so happy
3: that he brought this up 26 receiving yards is he four uh yeah. is he still trending downwards yes seven <laughs> touchdowns in five games great. you have got to be kidding me becoming
2: a great red zone specialist
3: okay. a great red zone there's nothing more valuable than that
0: <laughs> i know but he used to be a
2: great everything now he's a
3: great oh. red zone specialist. what
0: would the broncos is, record be with travis kelsey
3: at least three and two red zone specialist oh my travis gosh, kelsey? four and one yeah yeah oh, yeah. yeah trending ryan, down ryan he's he's average <laughs> this is what he's on pace for this year 112 receptions off 143 targets. That is an incredible, that's a catch rate of almost 80%. He's Checkdown a, specialist. So 112 receiving yards, a 1,200 receiving yards. Wait, what? Or, 11, 1, <laughs> or 112 kick okay. receptions, okay. 1,180 receiving yards, and 24 touchdowns. This guy is elite. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's he's good. He's just not as good as he used to be. Oh, my oh gosh. Down. That would
3: be the best season he's ever had. Yeah, but he's not gonna
2: stay on that pace. Who knows? I don't know. I think uh I will say I, I never debated that he produces elite numbers. I just said that he doesn't catch the ball as well as he used to, which he is doing this year. Yeah. Uh and he fumbles more than he used to now. Does he this year? I don't know. <laughs> I
3: don't know. Whoa, whoa, but this, I, but I had that take before the season. I love this. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. Are you willing to come off of that? He has. Uh. By the way, his, four lucky catches. By the way, his seven touchdowns. <laughs> his Seven flukes. touchdowns lead the NFL, and his zero, tu- zero fumbles. All you. right, there you go.
0: Uh, also lead the NFL.
3: Yes. Yes. <laughs> also, also lead the NFL. Yeah. All right. Well,
2: maybe. Uh. Maybe he got a PRP injection. And <laughs> that uh,
3: if that'll do it, then I'm encouraged for Russ. Going My whole thing to... all along
2: was like, I see little signs. I wasn't saying that uh, he's mm. like done. I was just saying, last year, he like got stripped a bunch, um, and he dropped more passes than he, was, than he was before. I was like, that could be signs of him declining.
3: Yeah. He had, one, he had one fumble last year. Probably recovered a bunch. He had one fumble <laughs> the year before, one the year before. Uh, all Trending,
0: right. Even, the one other thing on the Russ one-third of the season thing, I went through goals for last night. If they put 22 points per game the rest of the way, they can finish with 20 points per
3: game. That's still really bad. I feel.
0: No, oh, no, it's bad, but I feel like that's a reasonable goal at this point. Just give to an average of 20 points per game for the season.
3: Oh, that would still far, fall so it far. Would. What did we say? 24 was was like a real, like kind of a low bar, yep. realistic expectation, you know, hope for this year.
2: I just feel like four catch, four, uh, or 26 <laughs> yards in a game is just like really embarrassing for an elite tight end.
3: Oh, my gosh. When four of them are for touchdowns.
2: Yeah, I mean. Right place, right time. He's got that going for
3: him. Oh, my gosh. Nash Bronco says, Fellas, it doesn't really matter if Hackett is on the hot seat or not because he's not getting fired before the end of the year. I'm planning on enjoying this year and not giving up after five weeks. I wish others would do the same, but everyone is entitled to their own experience. Mm -hmm. It saddens me a little bit that Hackett has gone away from who he was in the preseason. But if he was still cracking jokes with a huge smile after losses, wouldn't people be losing their minds even more? My hope is that his core principles of relating to players." and creating a great culture have continued but in a more serious subdued way you guys are right in saying a lot of the negativity in this fan base right now is left over from the past few years i cannot stress enough how early we are into this new beginning of the team i feel like a few years from now we'll be able to look back on this period and appreciate those who stayed patient
0: wouldn't that be nice either that or the crazy people who are upset are going to be right which is on the table
3: um yeah yeah it very much is on the table uh Yes, Hackett can't be the same guy that he was. We we saw Justin out and uh, tried to crack a joke at actually a question that I asked him after week one, and it was just greeted with – I mean, he was just destroyed for it in the media. If Hackett was doing that every day, oh, man, his life would be oh. so much tougher. So he he just simply to the media can't be that same guy right now, and that's one of the things that we wondered. We were like, man, this guy's so great to be yeah. around, so much positivity in the offseason, and we said – How's he going to be if they lose? Mm-hmm. If they are two and three, I think we probably threw that number out there, and this is how. And it's a bummer to see, but it's mm-hmm. probably right to see.
0: Definitely. You know, imagine if after that last loss, he just gets up to the podium and is just like, ah, we looked like the Blar. I don't know Star Wars names. If somebody lost a Star Wars. Like, they, we look like them right, against right, the right, other right, guys. Right, right, you know? Right. Yep, yep, it just yep. would not go over well. No,
2: it, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. Travis Kelsey, second in the NFL, or sorry, 14th oh in the NFL in dropped passes this wow. year. Wow. How many? Two. Two? Oh my <laughs> gosh,
3: get out of here. <laughs> but
2: I, I'm not able to find how many drops he had last year. What I was able to find is that as of December 8th of last year, Patrick Mahomes led the league in most passes dropped by his receivers. Well, but, not, but not his tight <laughs> <ends>. um, uh,
3: <laughs> Travis Kelsey, it is crazy. This that is going to has... be my uh, version of your Aaron Rodgers take. So mm, I'm just going to ride it and get used to this it. This one's even more so because Aaron Rodgers is actually bad this year. He's coming down. Um, we'll see. Yeah. It, and uh, Travis, it's crazy that he is. He also won the MVP the last two years when you
2: were saying he was
3: washed. Yeah, well, he, I mean, he, didn't, he didn't win the <laughs> NFC Championship game. Just can't do that. Um, it's crazy no that Travis Kelsey is The new
0: definition of washed. Uh, I didn't go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true.
3: Um, it's crazy that Travis Kelsey almost has double the number of touchdowns that Russell Wilson does. That's
2: very bad. That's crazy. How many of the Broncos um, have as a team?
3: Oh, boy. That's, Kelsey has to have more. That's a really scary question. The
2: fact that they let him get that fourth one is insane to me wide open uncovered
3: and then mahomes looks at the raiders bench and points the four to him and i don't Uh, think that was because mahomes had four i think he was telling them travis has four on you and they do
2: that's when you're that good you get to do things like that they 100 percent we're just like oh let's get travis's fourth here that'd yeah. be fun yeah i mean it was
3: just it was just like peyton with the broncos yeah. when he was going for 55 they would be first and goal on the one and it's like you probably should run the ball here <laughs> but no peyton would throw the ball yep. three times and get his touchdown yeah,
2: well they would just do a pick play yeah yeah yep, exactly uh. oh just
3: like last uh, yeah. Yeah. just gotta okay.
2: throw it to him yeah
3: Just going to throw it to him. Who's next? I think we have one more coming in from – oh, no, two more. From Arvada Luke says, cheers to RK for the solidarity. The playoffs may be optimistic, but this is the point of being a fan, right? I agree, Zach. The fans aren't responsible for wins and losses, but we do have an effect on the energy that exists in the stadium on game day, and there is no way that doesn't doesn't seep down to the players. We all wish that professional athletes were impervious to outside criticism and influence, but as some tweets have shown us, this is not the case. We've hardwired to hear the boos better than the cheers. To my larger point, fans don't make the calls that control the outcome of the game, but we damn well can try harder on the aspect of what we do have an effect on. All of these injuries beg the question, does the DNVR pod need to replace the wood they are knocking on? Ever the optimist, Arvada Luke.
2: New studio tomorrow. Wow, hey. new wood. New there will be new wood knocked new upon wood. before oh, the next game. my goodness. <laughs> <New wood. laughs> also, one of the homies uh, sent me a DM on Instagram that he's sending us some cool, um, like, what's the word woodwork like he's a woodworker he said oh let's go oh
3: Oh, i love it i can't wait
2: we've got a lot of woodworking listeners we really do do. that's
3: awesome yeah um i'm trying to find the touchdowns right here okay so the broncos have four passing touchdowns and two rushing touchdowns Hmm. travis kelsey has more touchdowns than the broncos don't let this get the chief's twitter (laughs) oh god
2: um all right next one's from the count who says pet peeves the sound of someone flossing or cardboard dragging on the floor. Mm-hmm. Is like dr- it's like a draw on third and 18. No way. No damn way it makes anyone happy. That's it. That it's any half-minded idea of freedom. Love the count
3: well and sorry count i could have done better there Yeah, it wasn't it was uh, the way it was spaced was (laughs) really hard on the eyes (laughs) and to the count's point though sometimes i mean those are sometimes things that you have to do you have to take the cardboard out of the house you you should be flossing every day and sometimes a draw on third and 18 is probably the right move to do i'll
2: take a draw on third and four when you're up by three and there's
0: two minutes left
3: I would too. Yeah. I would too. Yep. Yeah. That third
0: and eighteen draw might work if you have Christian
3: McCaffrey. No, probably not. <laughs> All right. And we finish
2: with a long one from C Duts twelve eighty five. My boys, my apologies in advance for this extremely long comment. Although much Love of this. the negativity from the comments has been warranted, why so extreme? I know Broncos country as a whole has some PTSD from the past five years of offenses, mm. but trashing a seven year contract of a Super Bowl winning quarterback after five games is just ridiculous. Even though hope is not good, lol. I'm <laughs> so too. A glass half full kind of guy, so here's what I'll be convincing myself until M- uh, Monday Night Football comes around. One, Russ isn't Peyton Manning. That doesn't mean Russ can't get it figured out in the same amount of time, though. Peyton, two and three. Russ, two and three. Add in the injuries, I'll give him some benefit of the doubt. Would be great to see a big leap against the Chargers. Now, for the completely unwarranted optimism, don't know why, but the only thing I could think of after hearing the sad Let's Ride from Russ was the Tim Tebow speech from Florida when he took a deep breath and stood silence for a few seconds after answering the questions. But before going into the actual speech, I think the disappointment in each of their voices was where my brain made that connection. Let's hope some ass backwards way that there's a parallel. Ridiculous? Yep. False hope? Maybe. But I'm here for the whole ride, not just the good times. Hopefully, this at least puts some good vibes into the oblivion. Bleed orange and blue till the bitter end. P.S. Devante Adams is a true Raider now, and the new intro song absolutely slaps. Go DNVR, go Broncos, and for the love of God, let's effing
3: ride. I love it. Let's I ride. love it. I love the optimism. Wasn't Tebow's, not to totally destroy your optimism, though, but wasn't Tebow's speech, like, very passionate and heartfelt? It was the opposite of the... Yeah, yeah, that's it, exactly <laughs> what I thought. Okay, yep. It was, the, it was the
2: opposite of a sad let's ride. Right. But I think it was something about the... He was very sad when he said it.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
2: yeah. And then it turned into like mad. he was able to like channel that into mad. Yeah. Mm. I could go for a Tebow speech. oh
3: man, me wow. too. I could Who go wouldn't? for a Tebow fourth quarter garbage game that actually turns out great in the end. I, I mean, just that's kind we of were so close. Game. I just so mean like close. I want
2: Russell Wilson to like. I want to see him get like angry or
0: something. He should be the one throwing a helmet. Sure. Throw the helmet. Throw oh. a
2: helmet.
3: Shove a cameraman. You know whatever. Shove a cameraman,
0: is. Russ. Ah! Don't uh,
3: down. don't throw the helmet though. If KJ Hamler or Cortland Sutton or Jerry Judy drop the pass, uh, it's when you do something yes. wrong. You're pissed.
0: We gotta we gotta get RG strategically placed. So he can be there when Russ needs to shove somebody. Mm.
3: Well, no, because then it's all going to be on camera. Then Russ yeah, is going no, go to go to jail for hundred maybe days. Don't want Russ in days. jail.
0: That's fair. That would suck. Russ would never. He's
3: going to have to pay a two hundred and fifty dollars oh, wow. fine. How could he afford that? No, no. Do you guys want to finish he? off with a poll? I think really quick, I would love to. I think
2: that Russell Wilson is the most calm person in Broncos country right now.
3: Uh, probably the most optimistic as well. Like legitimately, I Pack just it? think he's like, yeah, uh, yeah, this
0: is fine. We're fine. I think it's Russ. I think so. I the shoulder maybe yeah even after that game
2: like they lost and everyone's mad and like I know he he was very disappointed but I didn't think he was like oh my god I can't believe we lost that he's like all right
3: all right we'll get him next time you know what they say about those quarterbacks Cool, calm, and collected. Mm-hmm. Cool, calm, and collective. Collective, cool. yes. Was that Emmanuel? <laughs> it one was Emmanuel. Uh, Trevor? Oh. Yes, it yep, was. Yep, yep. Oh. <laughs> All right,
2: let's finish it with the poll. Should the Broncos trade two thirds
3: or Christian McCaffrey? Fifty-one percent says it's yes. Just to prove me wrong on the pod, poll, <laughs> it's going to be different. It actually oh. kept
0: like switching, so I really do feel like
3: Broncos could be very crazy here. Very there was another 81%. poll in
2: there. It was is Travis Kelsey washed a hundred percent of people? Oh, wow. wow, yeah, <laughs> yes. wow. Um, 100%. Wait, I
3: don't think that poll ever existed. Oh, uh, it was in there. Correct?
2: It just accidentally got deleted. Uh, um, my, my girlfriend goes to another school. Um, <laughs> anyways, that's going to wrap it up for us. Hit yes. us with a thumbs up on your way out. Also, if you don't have any plans tonight, come down to the DNVR bar. Ooh. first abs watch party Ooh. since the abs watch party Ooh. when they won the Stanley Cup. Should be a great time down here tonight. I can't wait. I was like watching old videos and tearing up all day. Uh, so that's where I'm at right now. Let's let's uh, you know come down to the DMVR bar. Let's share some happy tears. We'll see you guys later. Now that
1: you need some time. We're flying cat